Welcome to Episode 7 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Mark, whose feast day or holy day is April 25th. The name Mark is the English spelling of the Roman name Marcus, meaning hammer. His Hebrew name may have been Yohanan. Traditionally, he is considered the same person as John Mark in Acts 12.25. Early church tradition identifies him also as the young man who fled naked from possible capture in Mark 14, verses 51 and 52. The illustration for this and the next 11 slides is a 19th century stained glass window. It is part of a set of four illustrating the the four evangelists. Facts about St. Mark, the author of the shortest of the four Gospels, are scarce. Most of what is believed about him is the result of tradition. Eastern Church scholars argue that St. Mark came from a wealthy and influential Jewish family in the Pentapolis, or five cities, region of Cyrenia, which is now part of western Egypt and eastern Libya. The Coptic Orthodox tradition identifies his father as Aristopoulos, a cousin of St. Peter's wife, which may in part explain St. Peter's use of the term son, although it may have simply denoted a close relationship. John Mark's mother was Mary, a cousin of Barnabas, that is a reference in Colossians 4.10, a wealthy woman who owned a house in Jerusalem. In all traditions, he is a protege and pupil of St. Peter. It is believed that the house of John Mark was a gathering place for Christians and may be the location of the Last Supper and Jesus' post-resurrection appearances to the disciples. After the resurrection, the post-resurrection appearances of Jesus and his ascension, St. Mark accompanied St. Paul and St. Barnabas on missionary trips into the regions of Antioch and Seleucia, Cyprus, and other places in Asia Minor. For reasons unknown, St. Mark left the traveling party of apostles and returned to Jerusalem, that is recounted in Acts 13, verse 13. Later, in Acts 15, 38, St. Luke reported that St. Paul did not want to take with him, quote, the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia. The sharp disagreement over the participation of John called, called Mark led to a split between St. Paul and St. Barnabas. Afterwards, St. Barnabas with John Mark went on to Cyprus, as recorded in Acts 15, verse 39. With this account, St. Mark disappears from Acts of the Apostles and is not mentioned again in the New Testament until a decade later when he is mentioned as being in Rome with St. Peter in 
1 Peter 5, verse 13, and in which St. Peter here refers to him, as I mentioned earlier, as my son. Eventually, St. Mark and St. Paul were reconciled. In 2 Timothy 4, verse 11, St. Paul refers to him as, quote, profitable to me in, for the ministry, unquote. In his epistle to Philemon, St. Paul requests Philemon to find Mark and bring him to Rome in Philemon 24. The traditional interpretation, largely based upon the writings of Justin Martyr around 150 AD, is that St. Mark wrote his gospel at the urging of St. Peter and with St. Peter's help in Rome around 60 to 64 AD. His intended audience was Gentile Christians in the Roman world where they were being persecuted for their beliefs. All surviving manuscripts of the Gospel of St. Mark are written in Koine Greek, the everyday language of the first century. In the Roman Catholic tradition, following St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible, a translation from Greek into Latin in the late 4th and early 5th century, the Gospel of St. Mark is always printed first, both owing to the association with St. Peter and to the claim that it was the first Gospel in the order of composition. St. Mark's Gospel was written in a terse, straight-to-the-point style in which time is compressed, there is no nativity narrative, no genealogy of Jesus, no introductory material about John the Baptist, only four parables and just one quotation from the Old Testament, that being Malachi 3, verse 1. In St. Mark's Gospel, Jesus, who is called the Christ, which is Greek, and not the Messiah, which is Hebrew, is a mature adult referred to as the Son of God and is the servant of the Father who does the work of the Father and offers salvation to all nations and not just to the Hebrew people of the Old Testament. In St. Mark's Gospel, Jesus demonstrates his divinity through 18 miracles which reveal his power over demons and evil spirits, over sickness and disease, over nature, over speech and sight, even over death, and the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000. One of the dramatists' device used in St. Mark's Gospel is the frequent use of questions and answers. Jesus poses challenging questions and then gives his own answers. Who is this? Why are you? Who? How can this be? How is it you do not understand? To give just a few examples. St. Mark reinforces the message of salvation in what the New King James Study Bible calls the turning point verse in Mark 10 verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. 
The Gospel of St. Mark is explored in episode 7 to episode 10 in New Testament Gospels and Epistles, available on the AIC's YouTube channel directly at https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash St. John C with saints spelled out. Or a better way, through the episode links on the Bible study page and our website www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Companion podcast versions of these programs are available using the Podbean gadget on the digital library page of the same site. In traditional depictions of St. Mark, based upon Ezekiel's vision in Ezekiel 1.10, he is depicted as a lion, as he was in the stained glass window used in earlier slides, and in the Greek Orthodox icon by Emmanuel Zanus, painted in 1697 A.D., and used for this and the next slide. In earlier episodes, I pointed out the Christian tradition that named St. Andrew as the founder of the See of Byzantium, St. Peter the See of Rome, St. Thomas the Church in India. Eusebius, the first church historian, credits St. Mark with the founding of the See of Alexandria, which the Coptic Orthodox Church calls the See of St. Mark. In the Coptic tradition, St. Mark met and converted a cobbler named Antianus, who mended St. Mark's shoes. St. Mark converted this man to Christianity and named him as his successor as bishop around 62 A.D. St. Mark was martyred at Alexandria in 68 A.D. by being dragged through the streets until his death. One of the earliest known liturgies of the church is the liturgy of St. Mark the Apostle, which is still used in the Coptic churches. Many Anglicans do not know that the versicles and salutations used in morning prayer in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived directly from the liturgy of St. Mark. In the Coptic tradition, St. Mark's body was recovered and buried at Bokalia, Alexandria, Egypt, on the site of the church he founded. Larger churches on the site have been built, destroyed, and rebuilt many times. In 828 AD, his relics, all but the skull, were stolen by thieves and taken to Venice. In the ninth century, they were placed beneath the altar in the new Basilica of St. Mark, where they remain on public display. St. Mark was the patron saint of the Republic of Venice and remains the patron saint of the city of Venice, which uses the lion in its flags and publications. The relics of St. Mark remained at Venice until June 22, 1968 A.D., when Roman Catholic Pope Paul VI 
handed over some of the remains to representatives of the Coptic Church. Two days later, on June 24, 1968, A.D., the bones of the body of St. Mark rejoined the skull at St. Mark's Coptic Orthodox Cathedral, constructed on the same site in the early 1950s, the same site as the original Church of St. Mark. The collect for the Feast of St. Mark was written by Archbishop Cranmer based upon Ephesians 4-7, the epistle reading for the Feast of St. Mark. Almighty God, who hast instructed thy holy church with the heavenly doctrine of thy evangelist St. Mark, give us grace that being not like children carried away with every blast of vain doctrine, we may be established in the truth of thy holy gospel through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the Anglican tradition in America, St. Mark is commemorated in the special verses for the hymn From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D. by Horatio Nelson and published with the 1892 hymnal and sung to the tune, Aurelia. For him, O Lord, we praise thee, the weak by grace made strong, whose labors and whose gospel enrich our triumph song. May we in all our weakness find strength from thee supply, and all as fruitful branches in thee the divine abide. The music was performed by Richard Irwin, whose website is www.hymnswithoutwords.com. If you'd like a PDF of all five pages of the hymn from which the song is taken, please send an email request to me at frron.stjohnanglican at earthlink.net. Thank you for joining me for Episode 7 in the Lives of the Saints, first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. These episodes, as well as other teaching videos and seasonal videos, are or will be available on our YouTube channel, https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash St. John C. Or as mentioned earlier, a better way by using the episode links at http colon right slash right slash www.anglicaninternetchurch.net on the digital library page. Bible study videos are linked from the Bible study page at the same site. I also invite you to visit our virtual bookstore of historical prayer, teaching, and other publications at https colon right slash right slash amazon.com slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC ministry. 
Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.